Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is 7 News with Ann Sanders. Good morning. With all states across the country easing restrictions and people emerge from their homes, the government is calling for everyone to maintain their social distancing and keep up with strict hygiene. First this morning to Victoria with plans for a major economic boost and McDonald's closing another 12 stores after a delivery driver tested positive to COVID-19. Live to Laurel Irving in our Melbourne newsroom. Good morning, Laurel. The company is taking no chances. Good morning, Anne. Well, the health department advised McDonald's that it needed to deep clean all 12 of these restaurants, and so it's closed them overnight to be able to do that. Now, this is all linked to that original cluster in a McDonald's restaurant in Faulkner a couple of weeks ago. A staff member there tested positive. That quickly grew to 10 cases, and one of those people is a relative of someone who works at the Craigieburn restaurant, which was also closed last week, but now a delivery driver has come into contact with that person at Craigieburn burn. That driver has then gone on to deliver goods to another 12 sites. So a single case a couple of weeks ago has now sparked the closure of 14 McDonald's restaurants. We've worked very closely with McDonald's and they have taken uh, all steps required by us and then some um, and they've done a very extensive investigation very quickly on a Sunday evening. Now, the site of Victoria's other big cluster, Cedar Meats, which has had 99 cases, has partially reopened this morning. 20 workers allowed back to the cold storage room. They all have had to have tested negative to COVID-19 and they've all had their temperatures checked as they arrived at work. The health department says that's safe for that area to open, but still not safe yet for the processing area where it all started to reopen. And the state government has this morning announced a huge stimulus package to help the Victorian economy get back on its feet after the COVID crisis. $2.7 billion will be spent on hundreds of smaller projects that don't take months or years to plan. In fact, work will start next week in the hope of creating thousands of jobs very quickly. Anne? Laurel Irving in Melbourne. Thank you very much, Laurel. The New South Wales government has introduced major changes to public transport to keep people COVID safe as the lockdown is eased. Chris Reason is in Sydney. Chris, there are now strict passenger limits on all forms of public transport. Indeed there are. Good morning to you, And As public transport uh, users get into the system in the coming days, they're going to see a lot more of these little green stickers telling them where it is safe and not safe to sit down on, on the system, whether it be buses, trains or ferries. As the lockdown here eases and business and New South Wales government is encouraging people to get back to work, the question is how? Right now, about 2.2 million people normally would use the public, public transport system on a day-to-day -day basis. Right now, about 500,000 are doing that. 
and the government says that is about safe capacity, which raises the question, what's going to happen for those 1.5 million other people? They now have to find alternate or different ways of getting to work, either starting earlier or later, uh, driving themselves in, or cycling, or indeed walking if they live within 15 minutes of the workplace. The government's doing what it can to help, it says. It's going to have a series of pop-up parking stations across the city appear, uh, and also uh, putting in 10 kilometres of extra cycleways as well. But anyone that knows Sydney knows this is going to cause major problems and headaches. Let's have a little bit more of the detail now from the uh, Transport Minister, Andrew Constance. With a two-door bus in Sydney, uh, the safe capacity is around 12 commuters. Uh, with a Waratah train, uh, the safe capacity is 32 commuters. Uh, on the Freshwater Ferry, uh, safe capacity is 245 commuters. Uh, so we are urging people to obviously uh, stick to the dot, uh, find it uh, and be safe in terms of the network. Now they're adding that, uh, for instance, when it comes to buses, if a 13th person does get on that bus, that bus won't go anywhere. Police will be helping enforce that. It's going to be a very difficult situation. Ironically, though, the, the, the Premier Gladys Berejiklian, as she tries to slow down public transport here in New South Wales, wants to free it up uh, domestically between the states, saying uh, pushing the uh, Queensland government to relax its border controls today, saying it needs to get real and open up the borders to spark the economy. Um, just quickly, too, and the latest data. On a day, we have one new positive in New South Wales and one more death. Anne? Chris Reason, live in Sydney. Thank you, Chris. Coalition backbenchers have raised doubts about the likely success of an inquiry into the COVID-19 outbreak that's gathering global support. Live to Olivia Leeming in Canberra. Olivia, 121 nations are now backing this new investigation. Yes, and that figure doubling this morning with Canada, Russia and the EU among those now supporting Australia's push for an inquiry despite long-running resistance from China, set to co-sponsor tonight's draft resolution at the World Health Assembly for an independent investigation, which the Prime Minister says is crucial to preventing another pandemic, but it makes no direct reference to China, sparking concerns from some backbenchers. The reality is that China will do everything in its power to avoid scrutiny and we've seen overnight the motion that is likely uh, to go up and possibly be passed has been considerably watered down. I'm always a pragmatist in this. I think an inquiry which China will be happy with is one that uh, will find no problems there. The Trade Minister says he hopes China cooperates as trade tensions between Australia and Beijing continue, backed by former Foreign Minister Julie Bishop. I hope that China will participate. I hope China will come on board at the World Health Assembly. Quiet, calm, considered, mature, measured diplomacy has a much greater impact than uh, megaphone diplomacy. Australia will learn as early as tomorrow whether China will impose an 80% tariff on our barley exports, an issue yet to be resolved with the Trade Minister conceding he is still yet to hear back from his Chinese counterpart, Anne. Olivia Liming in Canberra. Thank you, Olivia. Queensland health authorities are waiting on more than 30 tests from a nursing home to determine if an infected nurse spread the virus. The North Rockhampton Nursing Centre was locked down on Friday over fears hundreds of elderly residents and staff could contract the deadly illness. Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk says the government is doing everything it can to avoid a potential disaster. 
We need to make sure that we're doing everything we possibly can. We had eight ambulance crews there the other day evacuating residents from that nursing home. We're awaiting 37 tests and I've sent my Deputy Premier and the Chief Health Officer. They'll be touching down in the next hour in Rockhampton. More than 200 residents and staff have been tested for COVID-19 and have returned negative results. The South Australian Premier has rejected calls to open its borders to interstate visitors. Stephen Marshall says other restrictions could ease in the coming weeks, but the borders will remain closed. Health officials are concerned about a second wave of infections. A new testing phase is about to begin to determine if there have been any cases that have gone undetected. Normality is starting to resume in Western Australia today as cafes, restaurants and pubs begin opening their doors. Up to 20 people at a time are allowed to eat at venues. Perth residents are being encouraged to holiday in the state's south, while more vulnerable regions are still quarantined in the north. And about 130,000 public servants are being encouraged to return to their places of work. A dramatic rescue operation is underway in New South Wales' Blue Mountains west of Sydney where a climber has been stranded overnight on a ledge halfway down a cliff. The man has suffered multiple fractures. Robert Avadia has more. And good morning. This is a fairly complicated operation. It's going to involve a good degree of good management as well as good luck. The uh, men became stuck yesterday after one of the two climbers, a 57-year-old uh, rock climber, fell from what I understand is 20 to 30 metres, which is a significant fall. Uh, he has injured his arm and his leg quite badly. I mean, very bad breaks, but extremely lucky to be alive. Now, throughout yesterday, police rescue and paramedics tried to to reach him. They successfully did so, but unfortunately light fell. They all camped on a ledge together overnight and this morning. Uh, this is about trying to extricate them either from that ledge or more likely a ledge beneath. It is proven very, very difficult to uh, do a helicopter extract, which is what they are aiming for. It could well be that they have to abseil a further 30 or 40 metres down what I'm told is a 110 metre cliff face just to get some clearance from that sheer uh, cliff face so the helicopter can winch them out. The likelihood is that the 57-year-old climber will be taken to Westmead Hospital once that happens. It is likely, police hope and rescuers hope, within the next four or five hours. Anne? Robert Avadia in the Blue Mountains in Sydney. A man has been arrested near Sydney, charged with the suspected murders of his parents at a home north of Brisbane, Queensland police found the bodies of the man and woman four and a half hours earlier when they were called to a house at Joyner. Bianca Stone has the details. This bed and breakfast at Joyner north of Brisbane is called Serendipity Gardens. It's advertised as a tranquil retreat. Well, today it is anything but the scene of a horrific crime. A husband and wife found dead and now their son has been accused of their murder. He was arrested almost a 1,000 kilometres away from the crime scene here. Loris and Frank Puglia, both aged 59, were found dead here at their home just before 2 o'clock yesterday afternoon. The alarm was 
raised after they failed to turn up for a family function. We understand their son, Chris Puglia, had been living with them at the time. Police immediately began searching for him. That search took them to New South Wales. He was found on the M1 just north of Sydney driving a stolen RAV4. He was pulled over and taken into custody without incident. He's now been charged with two counts of murder, one count of unlawful use of a motor vehicle. Queensland detectives will now travel to New South Wales to extradite him back here. A man accused of his very own night at the museum has been granted bail after he was charged with break and enter. The 25-year-old allegedly spent about 40 minutes at Sydney's Australian Museum stealing artwork and taking selfies with dinosaur exhibits. The brazen break-in was all caught on camera. A man was spotted on different levels attempting to gain access to rooms and looking through storage spaces. Search teams have found a body from a boating tragedy off Queensland's Sunshine Coast. Police believe the body is linked to a yacht that washed up off Malula Bar shortly afterwards. Conditions on the water are said to be challenging. Another air and sea search continues for a fisherman washed overboard from a fishing trawler off Point Arkwright on the Sunshine Coast. At least eight firefighters remain in hospital in Los Angeles after a devastating factory fire and explosion. Crews were forced to race down a ladder and through a wall of flame to safety. Amelia Brace reports. Well, this entire area remains a crime scene today. You can still see the abandoned fire truck and the charred ladder that this crew was forced to leave behind. Looking at these pictures, it's amazing that any of them were able to survive. They had to walk through a wall of flames down that ladder to escape the inferno. The fireball so hot, their coats were on fire and helmets melted. Eleven were taken to hospital, four put in intensive care and two on respirators. Amazingly, three of them were able to leave hospital this morning. It's something that's going to have to um, take a toll on them and it's going to be a long recovery process for them. So we want to make sure that they have all the help they need. Police and the arson squad are here today to investigate exactly what caused that explosion. We know that the fire began in a warehouse that makes hash oil, a marijuana product, and that several canisters of highly flammable butane gas were found inside. Catholic Mass looks very different in France as Europeans learn to adapt to coronavirus restrictions. Parishioners have been allowed to attend Mass, but only in their cars. Hugh Whitfeld has the details. As lockdowns lift slowly, Europeans are having to learn to adapt. This is what Mass looked like over the weekend in a town in northern France. The pews of a church replaced by vehicles, the aisle replaced by a driveway, people praying in their vehicles and receiving communion through car windows. It looked more like a drive-in movie theatre. The priest saying that people in this community were thirsty for communion and to come together to worship. In Italy, churches are preparing to reopen this week. St Peter's Basilica has been given a deep clean. The Pope, though, warning people they must observe social distancing and be aware of the health regulations in place. Of course, the threat in many of these places is that if uh, the infection rate rises once again, then the lockdowns will return. Some good news from Spain. For the first time in nearly two months, the daily death toll there has dipped below 100. To breaking news now, and the climber stranded on a ledge halfway down a cliff in the New South Wales Blue Mountains has been winched to safety. These are pictures just in from our Channel 7 News helicopter. 
The man has suffered multiple fractures after he fell 20 metres, landing on a metre-wide ledge below. So good news, just repeating, he has been winched to safety by helicopter. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.